The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am some. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating her 93rd birthday mm-hmm. today. You mm-hmm. don't look a day over 91. Okay. Happy birthday to Angela Lansbury. There you go. Today's Angela Lansbury. Murder, she wrote? Is that right? Yeah, Murder, she wrote. That's like the sure. quint... Like, that and Matlock are probably, to me, the quintessential <laughs> old person shows. Sure. Um, today is Tuesday, October 16th, 2018, 37 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 643, 643, the number of plate appearances for Hall of Famer Vladimir Guerrero in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. He also played right field in the World Series game, which was hilarious. On today's show, guys, we are going to announce the iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week and the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. And then back half of the show... Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) We're going to try to get Jason Tucker from Altum on the phone. So, if you missed yesterday's show... <clears throat> we attempted to get Jason Tucker on the phone, and we did. We okay, did. Yeah. That wasn't the problem. That wasn't the problem. No. The problem was then we tried to talk to one another through the soundboard, and through magical failures of technology, it did not work. As a result, we overnighted some parts, and now we believe we fixed the problem. Because wow. this wasn't just a Jason Tucker. This was not his fault. This was our fault. This is our fault. We tested it. It worked, but I'm not promising crap. So we're going to attempt. And beyond that, by the way, I texted him. He said, sure, we can try it again tomorrow, but that was yesterday. I texted him, and he has not replied. <laughs> we will attempt to get Jason Tucker on the phone, All right. but in so many different ways, no promises. Well, you know what? This is, a good, this is a good opportunity, right? We were talking about what we do if he doesn't answer the phone. Yeah. I think we leave that up to the commenters. Guys, what should we talk about in the second half of the show? If there is no second if half there's, of the show. If there's no second half of the show. Yeah, so drop those comments in there. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll see what happens coming up back half the show. That's what I like. I like when the show's a mystery. You'd also, you also, since we're just vamping at this point, because I think we have to. We don't. Do you even have a plan other than announcing the coaches for the? Yeah, we got a show? first. We've got a first topic. It's something that I knew we were the, going to do. Today. A first topic that we have not. You have not run by the graphics guy at all. Correct. Great. It's time to review a movie, folks. Oh, okay. Here we all go. All right. Okay. We're going to review a movie, which we both saw this weekend. Yes. Uh, we both saw First Man. I think we were both really excited about seeing this. Yes. Um, I know you're a, you're a movie you're a movie dork, and yeah. even though you didn't love La La Land as much as I did, I think we can both <laughs> agree that the direction of that movie was exceptional. Yeah, sure. Agreed? I mean, Damien Chazelle is very good at he, what he does. He's yes. very very good. And so, First Man is the tale of Adam in the Garden of Eden, <laughs> and it took a turn because he went to space. But like, no. So First Man is the tale. Uh, it's the, I guess, a biopic of Neil Armstrong, um, the first man on the moon. And overall, I want to start with this. Uh-huh. Overall, liked it a lot. Yep. 
Liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I thought, I think the, the MVP of this movie, uh, from an acting perspective, is Claire Foy, yeah. who plays Janet Armstrong, his wife. Yeah. She is, you may recognize her from playing Queen Elizabeth on The Crown uh-huh. on the Netflix series. Uh-huh. She is so good. Yeah. I'm starting to just think she's just really good at everything she does. Yeah. Like, she's just the kind of person you can plug and play and be like, we're going to get a great performance. She's pretty good. She was great. Yeah. Um, the supporting cast is really good. Let's get... I, I thought that the, the sound in this movie, in every aspect, was awesome. Um, one of the things that I feel like... Because this is probably... The, as far as space movies are concerned, as far as astronaut movies are concerned, that mm-hmm. is. Like, real-life astronaut movies. Right. It's Apollo 13, all the right stuff, and this, right? This was... They, the right stuff. The right stuff, I'm no, sorry. No, all the right stuff. Um, you think you're thinking of all the right moves. That's uh, exactly... I, you know, I completed anyway. those two. Sure. Here's... The thing that this movie did better than all of them is made you feel that everything in this spaceship could fall apart at any moment. It definitely made you feel like you were inside of a tin can going 10,000 miles an hour that's held together by duct tape and four screws. It was really... Like, there's just little things, and when you watch the movie, you'll notice it. It's just like there's little things in the sound design that make you feel very claustrophobic and also very unsafe. Yes. Um, I thought that they did a great job of kind of making... um, Using the duality of the... um, the scope in the mm. sense that when you're in the cockpit, it feels very claustrophobic. Right. You're right up in their face. Yep. And when you're out in space or you're out in open space, it feels like it goes on forever. Yeah. It was really, really impressive the way they did that. Yes. So let's get to my one gripe. Oh, here we go. I have a gripe. Tepper's movie grapes. I love Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One, I think he's too handsome. Okay. I, I, there were a number of moments where I looked at him and I said, that's Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong. And I have to defend him in this moment because you often say the same thing about me. I do. You're right. I do. I say you're too handsome to be the producer. That's probably um, true. But I thought that he was too handsome, which is a bit damning. Like, talk about, talk about like, the, the best, the best like, criticism. Yeah. The other thing is that the protagonist in this, Neil Armstrong, is just kind of flat. Well, but that's who Neil Armstrong is. Now, that's I agree. He's not. A, he's not an interest. The thing is, he's not an interesting guy. Yeah. He is. You know, they, they do a great job at one point when Buzz Aldrin enters the fray of making sure you understand these two guys contrasting with one another. Mm-hmm. That Neil Armstrong is very much. He just wants to go out here yep. and say what he needs to do because he would like to get back to work. And Buzz Aldrin wants to be kind of not a celebrity, but he wants to. He's a little bit more gregarious. He's a little bit more, and he's a little bit more of an a-hole too. Um, but I just thought that I thought the I was a lot more interested in all the surrounding characters than I was Neil Armstrong. And I understand that there are that that you want to be true to life, but there are also some instances in which they goose the drama for the sake of drama. So but why they not go the whole nine they yards? They wouldn't touch the, the main character. Sure. That was my one complaint: is that I felt like I knew way more. I felt like Claire Foy and Janet Armstrong. She was a much more three-dimensional character than Neil Armstrong. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But as I countered to you, mm-hmm. you're not keeping the perspective of the story in mind when you're that concerned about how flat Neil Armstrong is. Right. The perspective of the story is history randomly chose this man mm-hmm. to be the first man on the moon. Mm-hmm. And that is why the flat performance is astounding. It's amazing. This guy, who by all accounts is the least 
uh, dynamic personality. He's like a type A engineer through and through. Uh, this is this is who history lands on to be one of the most famous explorers of all time. And if you think about it in that context throughout the whole movie, it's just flabbergasting. That's the emotional reaction you're supposed to have. Not be a big baby like you who needs it spoon-fed to him. I do need it spoon-fed to me. I also thought it was a little bit too long. It's like a two-hour... It hour, is a little too long. Two-hour and 40-minute... There, there's... I, I mentioned to you, there's portions in, in, yeah. in oddly, the first act... Yeah. ...where it just kind of drags. Yeah. It's like, okay... I understand... I think that the scope or the scale of the movie... As, as I told you, and I... a little I, bit too big. I tend to agree with you, but this is the, what you run into with every biopic. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover so much time in a person's life... We're going to have trouble figuring out what we have to include, what we don't have to include. And in the end, it's always going to feel rushed. Mm-hmm. The movie starts in like 1961 or two. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're, you know, and, not and all of a sudden. On, and then he's on the moon and in 1969. Yeah. And then he's on the moon and it just sort of like hops along. And I mean, like, that's how you, they decide to tell the story. But when you do that, you sort of give up on some of those. There was passes. also one scene that I felt like they only put in for the trailer. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. I don't want, I don't want to spoil anything and stuff, although it's true life and you can read a book about it. But, um, there was one thing that I was that I was watching the scene. I was like, "This is in here because they needed something in the trailer." Uh, anyway, that's, <laughs> that's that. Again, recommend First Man. First Man, go see uh, it. It's a good movie. Almost a very good movie. Yeah. Um, sure. I gave it a B plus. There you go. What'd you give it? Uh, I'd go A minus. Would you go? I go three A-. thumbs up, one thumb sideways, and one thumb three quarters of the way down. No, that's all absurd. Okay. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Max. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with iCoach, is proud to honor one head football coach in each classification with the Inspirational Coach of the Week Award. Each coach recognized with a special honor typifies discipline, character, and integrity while passing those values along to their athletes to help them be successful both on and off the field. The Week 7 iCoach Inspirational Coach of the Week in 6A, Jason Tucker from Haltom, who we hope will answer his phone. The Buffaloes prove the entire state state that they are legit with a stunning 48-34 win over state-ranked Euless Trinity, moving to 6-0 on the year and getting a signature win. And 5A, Brandon Fairclaw from Port Natchez Groves. Fairclaw's Indians pulled out another heart-stopping win over Crosby, scoring with 10 seconds left to earn a key district road win and move to 3-0 in district play. In 4A, Steve Hohenberger from Paris. The Wildcats made a statement to the state of Texas on Friday night, blitzing perennial power Salina 54-14 to win their fifth consecutive game. In 3A, Mike Bonewald from Columbus. In their first district game as a 3A program, the Cardinals knocked off preseason favorite Hitchcock 32-20, making quite an impression to Region 4. In 2A, Abe Vargas from Runge. First-year coach Vargas' Yellow Jackets pulled off one of the state's biggest upsets, stunning previously unbeaten Pettis 21-20 to put themselves right in the middle of the playoff race. And in 1A, Shane Mallory from Union Hill. In a matchup of state-ranked squads, Union Hill scored twice in the final three minutes to take down previously unbeaten White Deer, 52-45. So those are your Week 7 iCoach Inspirational Coaches of the Week. In 6A, Jason Tucker from Haltom. In 5A, Brandon Faircloth from Port Natchez Groves. In 4A, Steve Hohenberger from Paris. In 3A, Mike Bonewald from Columbus. In 2A, Abe Vargas from Morungi. And in 1A, Shane Mallory from Union Hill. Congratulations to all your school, all the coaches, and thank you for all you do for players coaches or players schools and communities and for coaches i suppose sure dairy max and dave campbell's texas football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that co- the assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams every uh 
you know, the, each week the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide via Twitter poll on the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week. It all leads up to the Dairy Max Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Year, so at year's end. A lot of great options this week. Your week four, your week seven, rather, Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. I'm getting all my sponsors. You're doing great. Allen Offensive Coordinator Derek Alford, facing one of the hottest defenses in the state, the Eagles took flight for 611 yards of total offense and a season-high 74 points in a 74-36 romp over rival Plano East. Collinsville Defensive Coordinator Jason Burnett, the Pirates' defense hit its stride against district rival Valley View, stymieing the Eagles and holding them in check en route to a 15-6 victory. Brownsville Hanna defensive coordinator J.C. Ramirez in a critical district matchup. The Golden Eagles defense came up aces, holding Brownsville Rivera to a mere 32 yards and picking off a pair of passes in a 48-0 win. And Splendora offensive coordinators Jeremy Willis and Chip Keel. On a night when everything was clicking, the Wildcats put up an astonishing 832 yards of total offense, including 596 yards rushing and an 87-21 win over Livingston. So those are your Week 7 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week nominees. Allen Offensive Coordinator Derek Alford, Collinsville Defensive Coordinator Jason Burnett, Brownsville Hanna Defensive Coordinator J.C. Ramirez, and Splendora Offensive Coordinators Jeremy Willis and Chip Keel. Vote now at twitter.com slash DCTF. We will announce the winners Friday here on the show. Yeah, I wrote, I reached out to Marcus Schultz, yeah. a friend of the show and, mm-hmm. and frequent commenter, yeah. um, and asked him, hey, we want to nominate. You guys hung up you know, 800 yards of total offense. Right. We want to nominate your offensive coordinator for the assistant coach of the week. I was like, who is he? He goes, oh, we have two. <laughs> well, who are they, coach? <laughs> well, can, can, we, can we list two? I guess. So that's why we have five nominees and four voting hey, categories. That's all right. That's fine. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package. Yeah? I don't know. I just saw you looking at something across the room, and I was confused. I'm just, yeah, I'm just looking around. All right, fine. I feel bad calling this early. It's... He texted me and said, sure. Okay. All right, well, I'll call him. Go for Jason Tucker. Uh, anyway, back to my sales pitch. I'm trying to get you to spend money with us. <laughs> it's our subscription package, 1995 for an entire year. You get two magazines, 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Profile more than 400 prospects around the state. You also get the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the the, the magazine you know and love, uh, previewing every team in the state, high school, college, pro, recruiting. It's 400 pages of goodness. It's the one that sits on the back of your toilet. It's probably on the back of your toilet right now. Get it um, pre-ordered right now. We will send it directly do, to you. Don't run around to Walmart, Brookshire's, HEB. Instead, let's mail direct, directly you. Subscribers got it a year, a week early last week, uh, if, or last year, rather, if you want to check that out. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team that's going up on the site immediately after the show. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's going up tomorrow for all 600 and I think it's 650 games this week. Every game projected. You also get a season's worth of Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. That's going up tonight. Uh, Step and I recorded it yesterday. I got to tell you, it was an award-winning podcast. You also get recruiting analysis from our friends at Nexo Lapley. All that good stuff. Everything I just listed and more. 
the two magazines, a year's worth of exclusive online content for 1995 for an entire year. 1995, you get one full year for for 1995. Makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com is where you can find become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Max, let's try it again. Let's go to the Dairy Max Built by Nature hotline and bring in the head coach of the undefeated Halton Buffaloes. We're joined by Coach Jason Tucker. Coach, do you read me? Yeah, I can hear you a little better. Yes, a little better than yesterday. It's still, oh. still a little muffled, but I can hear you. Uh, well, listen, I will take that. I, any any improvement is better, um, Coach. I've I've got to ask you. I imagine that your phone has been blowing up for the past four days. From your perspective, after knocking off Euless Trinity in convincing fashion on Friday night, what has the last three or four days been for been like for you personally? Well, um, yeah, we've been we've been a lot of attention in the media. My, my phone's been blowing up um, a lot. So, you know, our main focus, uh, my main focus, and our focus of the program and the staff is um, with all that going on. We've still got another game this week against a very very good opponent, and so you know that's what our focus has been trying to uh, get ready for our next opponent. Um, try to put all that aside because you know to be honest with you, that's a little bit new for our program having to deal with, having to deal with a, um, a big upset like we uh, pulled last week. Yeah, you know, um, you mentioned that it is kind of new for your program. This is a program that's you know had had its moments, but but overall, this is one of the biggest wins uh, in program history. How did you get your kids to believe and, and get get it get it mentally right to go out there? Because obviously, you guys are certainly talented enough, but there's obviously a game that's played. W- between the ears when you're playing a state power like U.S. Trinity. Yeah. What was your message to them before the game? Well, um, you know, when you play a team like Trinity, there's, there's a lot of ways you handle it. And, um, you know, we felt with our team this year, the, the best thing to do um, was just be totally honest with our team. And, you know, we were maybe on the borderline brutally honest with our team about this group. We we, we, uh, we said, we're going to show you film of Trinity. They're good. You know they're good. You're going to see the film. It's going to prove they're good. I said, now we're showing you the film because we feel like this year we um, we are talented enough to uh, play with Trinity. We're going to have to play very, very well to have a chance. And if we make some plays and we can stay in the game long enough, we may have a chance to beat these guys. And um, we we told our team that early in the week. Um, I loved our guys' body language early. You know, we talked when we talked to them about it. Um, you could tell just by looking at them that, that they uh, they thought that, that they thought we could play with Trinity and give them a game. And and uh, and not only did we did that, we made enough plays to pull off the upset. And uh, we didn't have to do any special tricks or anything like that. The kids, uh, the kids really believe in themselves this year, and they've been a lot of fun to coach. Uh, coach, you guys jumped out early, fourteen uh, nothing in the in the first quarter uh, in this one, and then and then ended up uh, going on to a forty eight thirty four win. How important was it for you guys to go out there and set the tone early uh, in a game that that you know you're up against a, a tough opponent? Well, we um, we really wanted to put some points on the board first if we got a chance. Um, First of, um, we, we thought we could. Um, we, we thought our offense has been very good this year. We we knew Trinity was going to be good. We thought if we could go out and at least get a field goal, um, then that would help our defense because going into the game, we knew our defense was going to be undersized. We were going to have to uh, play with a swarming mentality um, to have a chance. And we and you know it's a team game, and and you know as much as you want to say each side of the ball should be able to play no matter what's going on, on the other side. That's not always true. If, uh, if the defense knows the offense can score, then it, it gives them a little bit extra juice. If the uh, if the defense gets a, a great start, a timely stop, that gets the offense going a little bit. So we knew if we could get some points on the board, that that was going to help the defense early. And uh, we were able to uh, put those points on the board on our first drive, and the, the defense played great. Trinity did drive the ball in that first uh, their first series, but we were able to uh, finally get a third down stop and uh, and get them off the field uh, on their first drive. So the, the first series for offense and defense 
really gave us confidence the rest of the game, even when we had some bad plays, because we had proved to ourselves in the first quarter that we could play with play with those guys. We're talking with Jason Tucker, the head coach of the Halton Buffaloes here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, I, I do want to focus a little bit on, on your defense, which which seems to uh, to come up. It has a knack for the moment. Uh, it seems like the moment is never too big for your defense. Um, how would you, for, for, for folks who maybe haven't seen your defense play, how would you characterize the attitude uh, with which your defense plays? Um, to you say our attitude, the attitude of our defense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, our attitude um, of our defense is we, we want to be a, a number one. We, we want to be a smart defense, and we always talk about that. We we don't want to get into that mentality of we're just out there um, and we don't know what we're doing because it doesn't matter how tough you are, the way the games play nowadays. If you're not in the right spot, it's not going to matter. So, number one, we, we want to be smart, and then the number two thing for our attitude for our defense this week is Trinity prides themselves on being physical and almost to the point where some teams can't match that physicality and we told our our guys they're physical but let's make sure we enjoy that too don't be intimidated by it enjoy it that's football football has always been a physical game no matter how much spread is going around nowadays it's still a physical game so we told them it's going to be a physical game the whole game against these guys and make sure we're enjoying that part of it too so that way we're still uh, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter we're not getting wore down and that was one of the big things we wanted to do and and, and the kids the kids answer that that's one of the reasons um, I really enjoy working at Halton even when we struggled when I first got hired the kids here um, they like playing physical even when we haven't necessarily been as good on the field from a win loss standpoint we still like the physical part of the game so uh, we we thought if we could do that against these guys we'd have a chance it, you know on the other side of the ball coach it's it's uh, I know you guys uh, pride yourselves on being physical on the offensive line you got a number of playmakers but it's hard not to. Uh... It's hard not to, to gawk at your quarterback, Michael Black, uh, and, and, and the show that he put on, the show that he's put on all throughout this, this first half of the year in route to your 6-0 and start. Um, you're the guy who gets to see him every day in practice. Uh, what is it about Michael Black, your quarterback, that makes him so special? Just, I'm sorry, that you said what is it about Michael Black that makes him so good? Is that yes. What you said? Yes, sir. Um, well, the first thing about Michael is um, that, that you love as a coach is he's, he's an intense competitor. Um, there's there's nothing that he ever does that he doesn't think he can win in because um, what it really came up last year you know we had a game or two we lost and you know we we almost had you know we we have to coach him down if the game's over he's he's just so upset he thinks there's something else he could have done to help the team win um, so he, he he thinks he's going to be able to win anything so he brings a lot of confidence to the entire offense now and you couple that with his uh, the tremendous talent uh, he has I um, mean it, it makes it uh, just a fun guy to coach he's your he's your quarterback. He's very intense. He wants to win, and he's got talent. Um, you combine all those things, and he and uh, that that really helps lead the offense. They offer, um, the whole team um, kind of matches his intensity once he's out there and he gets going. Um, he's got a great arm. His baseball background lets him throw the ball from a lot of different angles. Um, if he's getting some pressure or if he's on the move, so uh, that helps a lot as well. Uh, and you know, coach, you, you mentioned that you guys—it's um, no rest for you guys. You guys are taking on an Abilene team that's feeling pretty good about themselves too. A, a good Abilene team. You knew it was a tough district. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to give away your game plan here on the show, but uh, when you look at what you're up against this Friday night against Abilene, what do you see? Well, um, Abilene's playing very well on defense. If, if I remember right, I think there's only one game they've given up more than 20 points. Um, they challenge you on defense. They swarm the ball. Um, really, when you watch them, um, they're in a 3-4 a lot like we are. Um, we, we told our offensive kids, at least, that um, this is going to be a lot like playing our own defense in practice. Um, they, they're going to swarm to the ball. They're going to get a lot of hats on the ball. They're going to be aggressive in the passing game. Um, so, you know, we're going to have to be ready. Um, the O-line is going to – our O-line is going to have a good challenge this week. It's going to be a, little, a lot different than Trinity. 
Trinity uh, was more of a, we're going to man our gap and try to overpower you, where uh, Abilene, they're not afraid to stunt, slant, and uh, get their quick guys, try to get the quick guys in the backfield and, and uh, get some tackles for losses. So that, that's going to be a good challenge for us this week. Um, I know after, uh, you know, we went out and beat them in Abilene last week, uh, last year by one point. We were very, the ball did, really did bounce our way last year. So they're, they're, uh, they're going to be coming in here trying to return the favor on us this week. We've got to be ready for them. And finally, Coach, uh, you know, I mentioned off the top that you guys are the talk of the state. You've cracked the Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings. Everybody's talking about it. I know, I know you, uh, you had to go get bothered by Rick Renner on Fox Sports Southwest, which I apologize for. Um, <laughs> you know, you guys are you got a lot of press clippings out there. And, and as we mentioned, this is not a program that's had a ton of press clippings, a lot of attention. How do you how do you balance that, knowing full well that it's kind of all for naught if you guys don't go out there and perform next uh, this week? Uh, what's your message to your team this week uh, after what's been uh, I'm I'm sure a pretty pretty fun week to be up to be a Buffalo? Yeah, well, we we went back um, every Monday. We you know we meet during athletic prayer. We talk about the game plan and other things, and um, and we told we told them that uh, you know we, we told them to look at where we're at. Last year at this time of year, we were two and zero in district. This year, we're 2-0 and in district again. We need to make sure we understand that. And our main goal is to get in the playoffs because Hawthorne hasn't been in the playoffs in back-to-back seasons um, since 2000. So that's still our main goal. Um, we're not going to talk about any other goals that are out there or any rankings until we qualify for the playoffs. And once we do that, there are some other things we might want to talk about, but we're not going to talk about it until we do that. And we tell them in, a, in our district, if we win four games, we're definitely going to be in the playoffs. We might be able to do it with three game, winning three games, but we got to win four before we're going to talk about anything else, and that's – that's what we're doing. We're not going to talk about anything else until we qualify for the playoffs. He is Jason Tucker. He's the head coach of the undefeated Halton Buffaloes. Follow him on Twitter at Coach underscore JW Tucker. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the great win on Friday night, and go get him this Friday. I appreciate it. Thank you. There he goes. Jason Tucker, the head coach, the Halton Buffaloes. I really appreciate him bearing with our technical issues. Um, that we had yesterday. Uh, a lot of coach, not a lot of coaches, but there would definitely be some coaches who would be like, nah, yeah. you had your shot, but I yeah. appreciate him. And it's it's funny that they're they're now in such a, um, they're such, in such a different situation now than they were even a week ago. Mm-hmm. That going into Trinity, I think everybody looked at Haltom and they were like, all right, you guys are 5-0, and but uh, hard rain's about to fall. You know, rea- right. like you're about to get Here a reality. Here comes reality. Here comes a reality check, yeah. right? Nope. Then they go out there, and they, I mean, they... They didn't just win. They were the better team. There's, like, that's not a... It wasn't a fluke. Yep. They went out there, and they took the fight to, to Trinity and came away with, with a program-shaping win. So now, the, the challenge for this coaching staff is to take this, uh, this idea where it's like, ah, well, yeah, don't worry. You know, you know, nobody's really paying attention to us. Where now, everybody's paying attention to right. you. Everybody knows about you, so it's it's an it's a unique challenge, but it's a it's a challenge I'm sure he's happy to have yep. because it's a fun time in Haltom, and uh, and they are rolling right now. We appreciate Coach Tucker hopping on with us for a second consecutive day this time for real. So we actually got to talk to him. That was nice. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Appreciate Coach Tucker tolerating what seemed to be a bad connection too today. So it's I don't like know what it was. We're, we're we're working out some kinks. The guys. cosmos are hell bent on making yeah. this difficult for us. Rob Gross has a great question, okay. and I wanted to talk to him about it because uh, there's a couple different facets to it. He says, "You ever thought about making the magazine available online?" Uh, we did once upon a time have a digital version that you could just download and flip through on your phone or iPad. Most people didn't want it. Um, the, the reception for it was so poor that we just stopped doing it. Now, here's what I will say, and here's why I would encourage you to become an insider. If you are an insider and you have a login, 
uh, you can access everything, especially on the high school side, mm-hmm. that's in the magazine and more. Each team's page, our, our TexasFootball.com now has a team page for every single high school football team in the state. Um, those team pages include the capsules, previews, player listings, and even mug shots uh, mm-hmm. that, that were included from the coaches. And, so and, the, and, you can yeah. access it on your phone anywhere. And they're expanded, too. Yeah, they're expanded, remember, yeah. There are um, – because there are definitely some like we we have to to trim copy to make it fit in the magazine. Yep. The good news is we got unlimited uh, pixels yeah. online, yeah. And so we you know we we've got expanded things. And beyond that, like one team might at most get two mugshots in the magazine. Yeah, we but we get. I have a. You should see my hard drive. Yeah, I have thousands uh that didn't that did not make the magazine and so we like we want to make sure we we share those with you guys so that's the thing is it's weird one of the things and and not to get too far into the technical weeds here but one of the problems with doing the the digital magazine is that at 400 pages and with so much art in it it is a huge download yeah to the point that we have to split it up into two magazines and make you download both and it's just kind of unwieldy from a digital perspective. Right. I'm willing to look into it again. Uh, if, if the demand is there, I mean, we'll go where you guys want, and especially for our insiders. If you guys are interested in that, that's something we could look into. But yeah. that's the honest truth of the matter. That's the discussions we've had it, but, you know, when the cameras are off. From a high school perspective especially, the, the insider subscription is kind of a no-brainer because those team pages also include the team schedule, how they've done mm-hmm. this year. It also includes score predictions for the next week, uh, how the team is expected to do against their next opponent. Um, as well as historical information about the team, the team's helmets. There's a lot of fun stuff on the team pages, and we're just kind of getting started with uh, that. Computer but rankings are up there, too. Computer right? rankings yeah. are on there, too, as well as our regular rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, so to tell you if a team's ranked, where they are, uh, and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and every week you'll get the computer rankings for the entire state, uh, the computer projections for the entire state. So there's a lot of – if you're a big high school football fan and you're not an insider, you're missing out on a lot of cool stuff. And a lot of the information that you kind of wish you had on your phone from the magazine is actually on the site in those team pages. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how we're changing that experience and hopefully making it a little more easy to find. The th- other thing is if you had a digital copy of the magazine and you wanted to go to, uh, you know, Quero's team page or, or, or their district, you'd have to you know flip through yeah. the digital edition to find that Quero page. On our website now, if you're an insider, you just, you just search Quero. First result will be Quero. You'll click on it. If you're an insider, you're going to get access to all that information. It's in the magazine plus more. So highly encourage you to do that uh, because I think that's, uh, that's why we're trying to make that experience 100% better for all of our subscribers. Do you want to start doing these sales pitches I do every day? I don't. Okay. I don't want to okay. do these pitches. Um, we had a couple of people complaining that we weren't talking enough football today. And I'm going to tell you what I tell everyone. This show is free, and the world does not revolve around you. We talked football. We, we, talked, we, had a we didn't talk enough game. football for a couple of people. One of them was Russell Wilburn. I'll let that slide. It's okay. Huh. I know another one was uh, Terry Crews from Liberty. It's it's I know also she wants us to talk more football, but sorry, guys. Today's uh, also a Tuesday show. It's a Tuesday show. This is kind of how it goes. If you, like, if, if, look, if you want football intensive. If you want the most intense high school football shows we do, you should be here Thursday and Friday. Two-hour-long shows. And Tep and Step. Tap and step, but that's only for insiders. There you go. Um, everything else, we're just kind of, you know, vamping, getting a few things, and we're going to talk to some coaches. Guys, guys, we've done this show 643 times now. Yeah. We're, we've we've got to mix it up for our own sanity yeah. a little bit. Plus, I saw a movie, and it was good. It um, was a good movie. Uh, and, you know, it's it's fine. And, and to anyone who has questions uh, about teams or anything, we, we don't have time to get to them on Tuesday. Uh, all mailbag save Friday. it for the mailbag on Friday. Mailbag Friday, at least 45 minutes of your questions answered. We, we just reel them all off. Um, it's our biggest audience and the most questions we can answer in one week. 
love y'all. But uh, like I said, we don't have to be here. It's free. And uh, I'm not going to do everything that you want me to do. I'm sorry. I, I love, love you. you. I, I love you. you I have fun talking with you guys. But some days, this is all I got. This is all I got. That's going to do it. And I got to look, look, this is who I got to share the time with. This guy. Hi. You're lucky that I get through any of this with without my eyes bleeding and falling out of my skull. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Ben's Young, please can be your player of the year trophy before these people complain about we're not talking enough football. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Mm-hmm.